My dad just yells at the screen like the players hear them. Welcome to My Got a Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's 37 to nothing route of Arkansas. And if you stick around until the end, we hear about the game from some special guests. As always, remember to check out store.mygotapodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at mygotapodcast. Finally, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, five stars obviously, and review the show. If you leave us a review, you just might hear it on an upcoming episode. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. Well, Jim, how was, uh, how was the game from your perspective? You, you were able to attend. What was your day like? Uh, the day was good. So we headed down uh, to my parents' house on Friday and spent the night there. Um, got in pretty late, so pretty much like went straight to bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, man, we just we left their house, I don't know, sometime before 10. And uh, Saturday morning, drove in, parked, uh, walked in, walked right in. Um, uh, ran, ran into a couple of Twitter people, actually. I don't even think I told – I don't know if I told you this. On, no. on, on College Avenue, I recognized um, he's the, ch- the the chairman. I know we, we've interacted with him a little bit. Chairman Mao, uh, David mm-hmm. Mowry. I, I just recognized him from his Twitter profile picture. <laughs> and I was like, Chairman Mao. And we like high-fived. And then uh, he I was with another guy. Yeah, yeah, we took a picture. Yeah, he tweeted that. So that was pretty cool. He was with uh, Brooks Haven. Um, so got to meet those guys. That was fun. And then, um, yeah, went by, um, where some friends of mine usually tailgate on North campus and they, they weren't there. Um, and then we stopped by and said, Hey, hey to Greg, uh, on the way into the stadium. So saw Greg again, saw wise dog, uh, army dog, <laughs> saw a couple of other people now. So we were like full family, right? So my parents, Kim and I, and, and Ella and Lily both came. Um, okay. So, so no shots. No, no shots. Just had a beer, got some waters for the girls. And uh, it was funny because I think the girls were kind of weirded out by the fact that there were like Twitter people that knew who I was and who my dad was. And they were just kind of like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) So that was kind of funny. But uh, Greg was a gracious host again. And we, we got to talking and realized, I mean, he lives like 10, 15 minutes from me. So we're going to try to that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. So, yeah, yeah. So that was awesome. Um, And then, you know, got into the stadium before kickoff. Uh, I spotted 51 to 7 GATA because I had noticed from his pictures that he sits right behind me. (laughs) Like, he sits like six (laughs) rows back from me. So I looked for his hat because I knew what his hat looked like. Uh, So we talked a little bit, a little bit. But anyways, the, the environment was just like electric. Uh, for a noon kick, it was absolutely crazy. Um, and just to give, uh, like the, the best way I can describe how loud it was is, you know, I had brought my beats, my beats headphones again to listen to Scott Howard and my setup, I was trying a new setup. I had like a Bluetooth transmitter hooked up to my radio Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't, it wasn't loud enough. So I couldn't hear them. So I offered my, it was so loud. I could see both my girls were kind of like having a hard time dealing with the noise. Um, and so I turned to them and was like, you know, if anyone wants to just put these on their head just for noise cancellation, you know, you can. And they were like arguing over who got the headphones. (laughs) So if that's, I think that speaks, you know, to how loud it was. Uh, 
obviously, you know, Arkansas starting off the game after we've already got a touchdown, right? We're up seven nothing, and then they have two false two false starts before they even snap the ball. Uh, obviously, speaks volumes for it as well. So it was uh, it was pretty it was pretty awesome. It was loud. It was as I mean, it was as about as loud as I've heard it. I mean, it won't go down as an all time loud game, you know, because it was pretty much over in the first quarter, but that beginning of the game to have that stadium be that loud at one or at noon was, it was crazy. I was impressed. The, ju- the juice was loose. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it, it, it was like a night game, you know, it was like a three thirty game or a night game with the way the vibe in the, in the stadium, or at least with the noise. That's definitely what it sounded like. I think I heard someone say something like it was the, the, the decibel level that it got to was louder than the whiteout at Penn, at Penn state. Yeah, Holly Rose said that on the broadcast. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's. It seemed like it was a good one. So, so mine was a little bit different than yours. A little less energy packed. Uh, <laughs> so we we packed up and, and rolled out of out of Hilton Head at about eight forty five, nine o'clock or so. And so, yeah. you know, the drive up. I was trying to watch game day and. You know, you hit those you hit those pockets in between major cities, and it's like the cell signal just drops and and dies. Um, but anyway, uh, I ended up and my wife offered to. Well, she didn't offer. I was like, "Are you going to drive?" <laughs> and she was like, "Fine." I was like, "I missed the first game. Can we? Can you give me this one?" I was like, I tried to try a little guilt trip, and so I got a little, yeah. I got a little reprieve to be able to watch the game. My son was. In the back, we've got the you know we've got the three rows on the escalator or whatever, and um, mm-hmm. and he was in the back, and I was holding up the phone, watching the game like this, with the audio on the speakers, um, right? Because the kids have their own little headphones for the for the DVD player, and so he was watching. Right. He's like, I can't really see, so I had to like bust out my laptop and like give it to him. So he <laughs> had the nice he had a nice laptop to to view everything from, but. Um, yeah, it, it looked like it was a it looked like it was pretty looked like they were pretty jazzed for the game on both sides, um, at least for a little bit on the Arkansas side. But then, <laughs> I think that they they realized the medicine that was coming their way. Yeah, I mean, we just jumped on them. I'll say, like, I was I was definitely nervous at kickoff. You know, I mean, when, when we talked last week, we didn't have any inkling of the fact that the JT wasn't going to go. You know, we, we did not know that. Um, did not know. Like, and little did we know, like it was already decided that he wasn't going to go. I know. Like, so yeah, Stetson said he knew on Monday, right? They told him on Monday mm-hmm. he was going to start. I, I am amazed at how locked down Buttsmere is this year. Like that this stuff isn't getting out. Um, that's, that's pretty impressive. Um, they, I mean, like my, I had butterflies at kickoff. Like I was nervous. Um, I, to, I thought it was going to be, you know, I was pretty confident when we previewed the game, but with throughout the week, you know, Munson sets in, and then for us, we found out the day of that we're, we've switched quarterbacks. So I was pretty nervous. I, I thought it was going to be a four quarter game. You know, when the, when when Toe met Leather, but it certainly was not. Yeah, no, uh, it was very evident within the first few minutes that it was going to be a long day in Athens for for the boys in Burgundy. Yeah, we 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 got the Sam uh, Pittman headset throw like on that first. I, <laughs> yes, that's what I, I texted you guys because I, I don't know that you guys saw it on the. I don't know if you guys saw it, but yeah, he he definitely tossed his headset like 
substantial anger. Um, yeah. Very much, very much uh, reminiscent of, of Steve Spurrier. It was, it was, it was actually a sight to behold because it was actually at that exact moment that I was like, he knows, he knows what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't notice. I didn't catch it in the stadium, like from our seats, but I, this morning I rewatched uh, up through the blocked punt touchdown. Um, I, I watched those first few series this morning um, and it was some, I think it was on the, their first series is when he did it, when they're like, they're either during all the false starts or, or somewhere yep. in there. Um, yep. but I will say, uh, we, we ran the dang ball, right. And when we, <laughs> in the preview, you were asking, you know, would I be, how would I feel if we got 125 yards rushing? And I said, I wanted 200 and we got 273, <laughs> like, uh, you know, with only only eleven pass attempts, which that that uh, stat I didn't I didn't realize in the stadium either. Yeah, you know, it's it's so different being there as opposed to on TV. I mean, I knew mm-hmm. we were running it a lot, um, but I also got to give you know shout out to the guy like four rows back from me who was upset with the play calling in the fourth quarter when we we're up thirty seven to nothing and he wanted play action passes, and I was like, buddy, that's not <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny, but like. <laughs> uh the you know we um we did see the return of Darnell Washington. Uh he didn't have any targets, uh but he did do you know a, a lot of blocking. It, it, I definitely felt like you know kind of watching for that. It looked like we were running behind him a few times when he was in. So that was nice to see. Uh, but yeah, no targets, no targets to him. Uh, we had we you know, we had a, had a lot of conversation about him and, and Tyke, uh with no no Tyke Smith yet. Um, so I did double mm-hmm. check the participation chart. He, he didn't play. Um, yeah. And we you you nailed it. Uh, you know, my dad had asked about like targets and catches for Lad McConkey, and you said three, and it was exactly three. He was targeted three times, and he caught all three targets. So on the money right there. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I figured I figured that he probably I mean honestly I was not expecting him to get 33% or whatever of the of the <laughs> right. total total pass attempts so right. had you told me that I would probably have gone a little bit higher but um yeah. I honestly thought that they were going to be able to to shut us down a little bit more on the running game um with the way that their defense had been playing but that clearly wasn't the our our offensive line played phenomenal it's probably the best offensive line game and I don't know that um, it's a coincidence that Darnell Washington was back as a, as a major blocking factor. Um, that was, yeah. that was something that I think that, um, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely need to watch out for that as we come up against Auburn coming up here, you know, with a little bit tougher running, running defense, basically a little bit tougher than Arkansas. But, um, it was, it was nice to see the boys, the boys get yards. I mean, yeah, James Cook was our leading rusher. James Cook looked really good. Um, he looked <laughs> he really good. Seven, he averaged over seven yards a carry. Yeah, he. I mean, he got to the edge. He was going up the middle. Um, there were there were there were lanes this game, right? And that's the thing that I had felt like we'd been missing. And you know, again, like when you wanted to nitpick the Vanderbilt game, like even the jumbo package didn't work, right? It certainly worked here. Uh, shout out Jalen Carter when he like bulldozed three guys, took out three guys at, from the fullback <laughs> position. Um, I also th- thought it was funny that like Pittman had to call timeout when we ran that package in. Um, mm-hmm. like, it was like like he was unexpected or like he wasn't expecting it, which is kind of funny. I mean, they're just, 
definitely tape of that. I mean, we did it last week. Um, we did it multiple times last year. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I, I definitely, I agree. Yeah, Cook, Cook looked great. I, you know, not re-watching it yet. Like, I know we shuffled some guys in. So, like, I know Mims played. Um, you know, I, you know, we, we did rotate through some guys on the line. So I am kind of curious, like, which combination was most effective, I guess. Um, so I don't know, maybe we'll see some stuff come out on that uh, throughout the week. Uh, cause I don't, I don't know. I've, like I said, I've only rewatched <clears throat> that, the, the start of the game basically. Um, it was, I, I was, you know, definitely shocking that, uh, you know, to win a game 37 to nothing and Brock Bowers not even have a catch. Um, yeah. But I think you were texting, like, it seemed like that was kind of their game plan, right? It was basically to try to take Brock Bowers away. And, um, you know, they did, I would say they did what we were saying, right? Like, do you either try to stop the run or stop the pass? I think they kind of tried to stop the pass. And could we run on them? And we did. Yes, exactly. And I think that's going to be something that we're going to see, particularly if Stetson Bennett is going to continue to be this. A major contributor, I, I hesitate to say starter because I don't believe that we all believe that he's the starter, but um, yeah. he was the starter today. Um, he did just enough. However, he did everything that he could in the second quarter to try to make it harder for us. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that he, you know, he, he tried to force a couple of throws, um, but I think that, you know, forced a couple of throws. I think he threw some, I think he threw one away. Um, and then there was a couple of passes that I don't know if they were necessarily throwaways or if he just literally just missed people because um, there was there was some opportunities and there actually was I haven't gone back to look at this play from the all eleven view but mm-hmm. there was a there was a play that he threw the ball um, he threw the ball away but I think that. Um, he was motioning to the sideline and Kirby was talking to him. And I think JT like immediately was talking to him. It looked like that there was a play that he knew he had because he was pointing. He was like, he was like pointing into the back corner. He's like, yes, I, I saw it. Like he, it was almost like he was doing one of those, like my bad, I, I missed it kind of thing. Mm. Um, but he, he was basically saying, I saw something, I saw it. And he was like pointing off, off into the, off into the distance. Um, and then there was another play that he had uh, where he had to throw it away um, where he could have probably run for a first down that cost us a series, which in the end didn't yeah. cost us the game, but just these little mental things. And he threw it into triple coverage with Brock Bowers. So like, there's definitely still some shades of the Stetson that, that concerns us, which is why it's concerned us that he's, you know, the starter at this point um, is some of those decision-making things in crucial moments, you know, you yeah. got away, got away with some in Arkansas, but like, can you get away with those against Florida? Can you get away with those against, um, you know, mm-hmm. Alabama or in the SEC championship or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. He, he definitely had one turnover worthy play, right? Uh, you know, they, they dropped that. That should have been a pick. Um, and yeah, I do remember, I know the one you're talking about, I think, I feel like he kind of got a talking to by Kirby on that one where he could have run. And didn't mm-hmm. he? He was kept his eyes downfield, um, and then ended up having to throw away. I remember that one for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, we we definitely went into full on like protect the lead mode and like sit on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, so yeah, and that that it goes to the the eleven pass attempts. Um, yeah, I don't. Know. I mean, yeah. Ho- hopefully, we can get JT back, but 
I, I don't know, like media beware if you ask Kirby about it. We, <laughs> we saw that. Like, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I hope he's back. Uh, you know, I, I, I obviously would love him to have him back, Robert. We, we can talk about when we get there. Um, we did. I, I will. Uh, one other thing I wanted to call out for sure on the offense was Kendall Milton got his first uh, touchdown as a Georgia Bulldog. So that was cool. Um, I know he would uh, definitely celebrated that. Uh, and that was, that was the end zone that we, that we sit in where he scored all that action. Actually, what we sit in that end zone where all the action was in the first quarter, you know, two rushing touchdowns and a, and a block punt and all the false starts. So that was, that was nice. That's pretty good. That's good. I think, um, you know, as you're looking at film and as you're looking at a couple of things, um, here and there, um, you know, one of Stetson's incompletions was a drop by Robinson. Robinson yeah. had a drop, and I also think that on James Cook, long he had a twenty-four yard run um, that he probably could have busted loose had Robinson held his block better um, and sealed the edge for Cook. Mm-hmm. I think that Cook might have still been able to get to the edge, but he cut inside and put himself into a uh, where he basically a, a more likely that he was going to get tackled. Um, and he did get tackled, obviously, but yeah. I really had Robinson held his block on the on the edge there. I think that he he could have bounced it outside, and he would have been gone. He would have been just straight up gone. Shades of, uh, you know, Swift in the SEC championship game against against Auburn, where he just ran to the sideline and just ran it down. Uh, it looked exactly like that. It looked like a very similar read option play or whatever, um, or zone read or whatever you call it. Um, yeah, you know, he just took it through the through the hole, hit the hole, and was gone. And had the wide receiver held his block, he we would have had a long rushing touchdown. Yeah, I mean, we definitely left some points, you know, on the field um, with all the field goals. Had those the drives stall out. I mean, I, you know, in the end, I suppose it did. in this game it didn't matter, right? But I, I definitely, it definitely feels like. Um, uh, the offense is totally different with 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 JT. I, I, I kind of wonder how different we would have the game plan would have been. You know, we've talked about take what the defense gives you, and I guess that's what they were giving us this week. But also a different quarterback, so I don't know. I w- we'll never know. Um, I uh, on the the defense though, like <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I got it, and so and I was kind of I was kind of getting on you because you you kind of latched on to something we were doing the the preview, and but like I now see why like you were totally right around you know Arkansas's rush offense versus the defense they played, and you were basically like they played anybody, yeah. <laughs> Arkansas ain't played by, playing played nobody with a rush defense like ours, and man that panned out. Um, the the defense just. I mean, they are who we thought they were, <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure we've ever seen anything like this, like you and I, you know? No. I, I mean, I don't think anybody's ever seen anything like this. I mean, yeah. can we – I think that depending on how the season pans out, right, like up to, mm-hmm. up to this point, I don't know that there's been a better defense ever in the history of, of the Southeastern Conference. Like maybe in the NCAA, I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, how much better could a defense be than averaging like just a shade over three points a game through five yeah. games? Like yeah. where, how much better could the defenses 
that could beat Georgia's defense <laughs> be. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, this is, this is definitely like, I mean, you, you basically have to pick your poison. So I was, I, we, we didn't really talk about this in the, in the, in the preview, but like, I think we mentioned him like number 55, you know, their, their, their edge rusher. I can't remember the guy's name. I mean, shoot, he was really a non-factor in the, in the game really. Um, but there was, you know, when you come up against t- games like that or teams like that, where it's like, okay, he, they've got this one guy on defense that's really good. Well, you mm. scheme around that one guy. Well, right. with the University of Georgia, number one, you've got Jordan Davis that's going to be in on just about every snap, and there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. He's literally going to be in the middle of everything, so you always have to account for him. Beyond that, it's all right. Let's run. Let's let's scheme around Adam Anderson. Well, now you've got Nakobe Dean. Well, mm-hmm. now you've got Channing Tindall. Now you've got Devonte Wyatt, who, frankly, I think was probably the the player of the game for for the oh, defense. He, yeah, he was incredible. <laughs> I mean, Devonte Wyatt. He was the leading. He was the leading tackler. Um, got got a got a couple of sacks. I think uh, tackles for loss. Um, he, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pick your poison and it's like, what do you do? Like you got Nolan Smith, you got Adam Anderson, you got Nicobe Dean, you got Devonte Wyatt, Channing Tindall. There's nothing, you can't scheme around that. You have to basically just hope that your weakest defender can somehow match up and chances are they're not going to match up. I mean, we're looking at, you know, we're, lo- we're probably looking at eight, nine players on the defense right now that are probably going to be playing on Sundays. Yeah. And I do, I do still think that like, you know, we're in this weird space now with as well as the defense is playing and as well as the team is playing, right. Where it's, you, we go between this, like Georgia hasn't played anyone kind of deal. Right. And so then it was like, well, Arkansas will be the first true test. And then we do this to Arkansas and now it's like, Oh, well, Arkansas was overrated. Like, you know, so it's kind of in this weird spot right now. But, you know, I do – I feel like Arkansas's offense is pretty good. I mean, K.J. Jefferson, that guy is a load. They basically had, like – the only play that was, like, super effective for them was uh, they had that, like, kind of bunch formation out to the side, and then he ran a quarterback draw. I'm kind of surprised they didn't run that more. Um, but, I don't know, our defense was just was just too much. And, I mean, you know, the, the pass rush – getting the pressure on Jefferson, making him uncomfortable. And then again, just the secondary, right? So the secondary that we were so worried about uh, continues to, continues to impress. I mean, they didn't, what they've been, you know, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then hit the long pass play. Like that's what they've been doing all year. And that just never happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, We, we made, I was worried about KJ Jefferson and being able to contain him. Um, I don't think that those, I don't think that those worries were, were warranted, obviously. Um, that was going to be, that was kind of one of my, one of my, you know, wrinkles that could have thrown a wrench into our plans for the day was if he went on some kind of Tebow, you know, some kind of Tebow baby rhino, you know, running through everybody kind of thing. But I, at this point, that's that's just no longer a concern for me. We literally manhandled that man like he was a rag doll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, have you have you looked at their drive chart for the game? Ooh. Punt, 
punt, miss field goal, punt, 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 end of game. <laughs> well, I looked at uh, I looked at the drive charts for someone. Someone was kind enough to tweet out the drive charts for the Vanderbilt game and the Arkansas game combined. Yo, yeah, have you have you, have you read yeah. that? <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> That's even worse. It's like, it's yeah. like are you kidding yeah. me? Is this yeah. real? I mean, back-to-back shutouts for the first time since 1980, right? I mean, we've been seeing that that stat float around. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Oh, and we got to give a uh, friend of the show, Tim Riley, sent us a, an observation. Uh, this one was good. So he said, excluding field goals, our defense and special teams – have combined for 23 points this season, which is equal to all opponents' total points scored against us. So that's pretty. <laughs> that is a that's a pretty pretty incredible stat. So um, we did we did so we had what we had the punt block, punt block touchdown in, in, in this one. So no interceptions. This is the first game we didn't have a pick. Uh, how crazy is that, too? So uh, not that crazy. We only threw it 11 times. So no, no, no. no. First time our defense didn't get a pick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was this game? Um, but well, when you're sacking the quarterback and exactly. they, <laughs> so I so I had I had mentioned in the preview that we're gonna we're gonna find out how well Arkansas can throw the ball, and mm, yeah. we found out they they clearly didn't want to throw the ball. Yeah, that well, was, when you, when you've got to rely on it, right? Like they couldn't do it. No, yeah, I think that we basically provided a blueprint for. For everyone to to go which will be interesting to watch and see like you know is arkansas as good as their ranking entails mm-hmm. you know we yep. talked about this we talked about this with some of our opponents and this has been like the the thing on twitter lately is that you know georgia hasn't played anybody and it's like well they played this and this and this and it's like okay well you know we finally beat a top 10 team well yep. How good are they? I don't. I don't know. The season's going to tell us how good Arkansas really is, and I hope that that they continue to have the success that they had early in the season, so that not only does it help us from our from our argument for any kind of college football playoff contention and comparison sake, um, but just for Sam Pittman. I mean, I think that he was gracious in yeah. defeat. He was gracious yeah. in defeat. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed on Pittman. I mean, he's a likable guy. I think we all like him. Uh, you know, I, for whatever that's worth. Um, I honestly, at this point, like, I kind of don't care about what our opponents do. I mean, like, if we keep winning, it's not going to matter. Uh, if we keep playing like this, sure. You know, and the other the other thing that I I, I don't know who Arkansas plays next week, but um, for them, like, they've got to not let Georgia beat you twice. Right, like be so dejected after this game, or they play Ole Miss actually. Right, mm-hmm. um, they play Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is, is like a seven point favorite in that game. So uh, you know, Arkansas has got a tough schedule. I mean, the SEC is tough, right? So I mean, I don't think they will finish as a top ten team. I think by the end of the season, we'll probably find out that they are that they're a good, you know, a good solid team, um, not like a great, not, nothing great or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, oh, one other thing I wanted to mention because we forgot a listener question last time. Um, oh yeah, I I think I know this question. Yeah, so uh, Mega Redeville, uh, uh, she had she had said, "Has Uga been naked all year? If so, why?" And so, <laughs> uh, if you notice, like on Uga Cam and such, and I, I tweeted out from the podcast account at the game, the Uga Cam, 
he has been. Uh, he, he has had his shirt off during the games uh, every time I've seen him. I think he runs out with the shirt on, but then I think they're taking the shirt off. And my guess is just that it's too hot on the, on the Y front. So I, I haven't seen any other kind of conspiracy theories or anything along those lines. But We'll see in November. We'll see in November if he's, if he's still sporting the nakedness. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, I just uh, I just got a notification that Georgia football tweeted because I subscribed to the tweets that uh, I think it was a Zamir White's his last touchdown run like with the balance that he displayed uh, to keep his knee off the ground um, and I just it popped it into my head because I got to say like in the stadium we thought we were thought he might have actually been down like they never showed like that the definitive angle where you can see that his knee does not touch the ground they didn't show that on the jumbotron in the stadium mm. uh so we weren't really sure it was so when they said confirmed i was like really i'm surprised they didn't say like i was expecting maybe stands no but yeah, now that i now that i've seen it yeah he totally did that was impressive man that was a lot of a lot of strength uh and the strength and balance for him that was impressive when 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 he goes to to draft day, I have a feeling that that highlight is going to be one of the highlights mm. that helps keep him higher yeah. in the draft because yeah. he's had such poor luck with his with his knees. So both yeah. knees were in action on that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, I don't have much uh, much else to say about this one. Um, it was uh it was it was dominance. Um I don't I, know. I think we're we're watching something special right now. I have an observation from the broadcast, and maybe okay. you didn't pick up on it because you hadn't gotten through the whole game quite yet. Mm-hmm. Kirk, I don't know that I've ever heard Kirk Herbstreet be so high on the Georgia Bulldogs before. I really? truly think that he thinks and he said as much on the broadcast as as you listen through the game. It wasn't just at the beginning because he, he he sprinkled it throughout, in my opinion. But he was just like so impressed with our defensive players and their ability to like compartmentalize their roles. Like it's this defense, and this is something that I kind of was alluding to a little bit. And you and I were going back and forth with John on, you know. The, the last time we went into Auburn with the, an, an, in, an invincible team or whatever, this just feels different. I don't know why for me personally, this just feels totally different, uh, a totally different defense from the defense we had in, in, in 17 with, which it felt like that that defense and like the defenses from like the Jarvis Jones era, um, you had like Jarvis was the player or mm. Roquan was the player. Like, this defense is just an absolute team defense and none of them care about stats. None of them seem to care about, you know, I don't know. I I just feel like that the mentality of this team is just so sharp that they're poised for greatness and that they're clearly achieving that uh, as the numbers bear out. And that's what has me feeling so jazzed about what's going on with this team for every opponent that we have. I imagine we're probably going to be multiple score favorites from here on out until we get to the SEC championship game. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I think that's fair. I know the we're we're already, we're heavily favored against Auburn. I know that that line already came out. So. 
<laughs> that will probably continue. Uh, which so Auburn beat you know, Auburn beat LSU at LSU for the first time since like 1999. That was pretty crazy. Um, listen, Jim. Listen, Jim. I don't want to throw cold water on this, but I just have to say, I told you so. Yeah, <laughs> you did. You did. I told you. you did. I told you so. You told it in, I, in episode one of my my God a podcast. <laughs> I just, uh, I just don't see, I just don't see the impressiveness of this win because it was came against a coach Orgeron coach team in Death Valley. Not to say that it's obviously okay. Yeah, you went to Death Valley and you won, but I just have a feeling that as you look back in history of of the victories that that happened, it's kind of like, um, uh, I I don't know. It's it's just one of those it's just one of those victories that I feel like that as Auburn fans look back on they'll be like yeah it wasn't that great because they sucked right right, <laughs> um, right. but congratulations Barners for for doing something um, I really hope that y'all are overhyped for the game coming this weekend because you, you've got some you've got some real real tough medicine coming down your throat here coming up on Saturday yep. Uh, and then uh, Tech lost. That's always good. And uh, always. Florida lost. And Florida lost to Kentucky. So what a weird two, game. Uh, there are uh, you know we already knew that there were two L's in Mullen, and now there are two L's in Florida currently. Ugh, man. You know if if Kentucky would have just run the ball, I think they would have won by more. They kept trying to get cute. They were like it was like they were they had Jim Cheney in there getting cute occasionally. Uh, but anyways, there's a but couple of things. There's a couple of things that they did in that game. Like, I don't understand why Kentucky went for it. And in some of these scenarios that they went for it, like then the other, if the flip side of it was like the second half, like going into halftime, like, I don't know what the hell Florida was doing. Like Mullen just, I, I don't know, man, this guy is just such a clown, dude. Like, Number one, he was laughing like the Joker coming down the stairs uh, uh, in the the latest Joker film. Um, <laughs> like he was just laughing as he was going up to shake the the hand of the guy that just beat him. Like, yeah, that's you, a weird picture. Yeah, it was so weird. It was so weird. Like, I was like, what is? This? Does he even want to win this game? Because it felt like that all he did was try to lose the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. And Lane yeah. Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, you know, Ole Miss seriously wet the bed, in my opinion. Like, dude, I don't know that I've ever seen a worse coaching performance than what I saw from Lane Kiffin. Apologies to you, Hunter, but like, I just don't <laughs> think that I saw. Like, I don't understand the going for it, the way that he went for it. I know he tried to justify it with some analytics BS answer, but like the play calls that he made on fourth down on some of those things were just absolute, just abortions of, of offense. Like it was just, it was, it was ugly and awful. Like the option, are you really going to try to run the option against Alabama on fourth down? No. Yeah. See, I did. I miss all of that. I miss all that. Cause we were driving. We, we did, we did drive back to Charlotte uh, after the game. So I, I, di- I didn't see much of Bama Ole Miss. Um, seems like I didn't miss a whole lot. So. No, it was very similar. It was eerily similar to our game only because like Lane Kiffin basically decided that he wasn't going to punt the ball. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, they yeah, had two turnovers. 
They had two turnovers inside their own territory because he went for it. Mm. Yeah, not not smart. No. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I don't know any any other. Oh, uh, let's see. Obviously, oh, I I was only one point off on Georgia's point point total in this game. Just wanted to call that up. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, where, did, where did I have the over? You had, I... you had we both took the over, which it wasn't. We did not hit the over because only we scored. Um, and then you had forty-five to thirteen. I had thirty-eight to seventeen. So it was thirty-seven to <laughs> nothing. We 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 got to stop underestimating the Georgia defense. <laughs> we really uh, do. We really uh, do. It was, did, it was um, a, a performance for the ages. How did how did we hit on Corso? Oh, uh, see, I don't know. See, actually, you know. So one other thing, I will say, like I had heard people mention or kind of. I don't know. I feel like the feeling was when game day switched to the bridge that they would be like showing game day on the jumbotron, like when they're doing the picks or whatever. And, all, and they, they did it. Or at least like when I was in the stadium, like you could see the game day set on the bridge, um, mm-hmm. but they never like did a simulcast, you know, or anything like that. So I had no idea who Corso picked or any of that kind of stuff. So oh, that's, uh, that's kind of a miss. Isn't so that a miss? I, I don't know. I mean, my guess is that like they were, you know, you're doing like, uh, you know, Bob O'Reilly and you're doing, you know, Saturday night's all right. And like the team's running out and all this kind of stuff. Although I think that that happened after, I don't know. I, it, or if it, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Like I went and got some stuff and was talking to some people pregame. I was in there. Uh, we were in there about a half hour before kickoff. Um, I never saw on the Jimbotron. So mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, my guess is they didn't want to mess with the pregame festivities in stadium. That's my, that was my best guess. So yeah, I have no idea how many people booed. <laughs> I think we did hit the under on bourbon breakfast references. I didn't see many. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it was fun. Um, I'm hoping to do another goose egg. I mean, bacon yeah. donuts are delicious. Um, mm. Yes, I'm. I'm also a fan of what. What are, what are we going to go with? Chicken, chicken wing, e- war, war eagle donuts. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, they can't make. They, we'll, we'll get into that. They can't make up their mind on what their mascot is. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. It was fun. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you got to see it. Glad you got to see it. You, you had much better viewing uh, viewing experience this week. So um, that that's awesome. It's going to be interesting with soccer this this weekend. I'm I'm like in, patiently waiting the the schedules for for this mm. weekend because the three thirty yeah. game puts it yep. in precarious territory for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll get cool. there. Hey man, yep. I'm glad you got to experience Athens. That sounds awesome. Um, go dogs. Go dogs. All right, so we got some special guests. A quick quick special segment. Uh, we got we got the most famous podcaster from I Got a Podcast, Carter Powell. And <laughs> I love that. We got my kids, Ella and Lily Wood. Ella is actually the creative art director of My Got a Podcast. I don't know how much we talked about that before. But so they came to the game with me and wanted to talk about it a little bit. How loud was the stadium when they blocked the kick? <laughs> loud enough that I had to wear noise canceling headphones during the game because it was too loud. <laughs> We shared him for like half the time. It was very loud. It was very loud. 
it was definitely a lot more quiet when we had the ball, though, because they obviously want um, to have communication. Yeah. So. I couldn't really watch much of the game. We are in the car. How was the tailgate? The tailgate was very interesting. I mean, it was like... <laughs> See, we my, didn't know anyone, so it was dad, just strange. No, Dad's making a face because he doesn't like what I have to say. <laughs> no, it was because we haven't been to a tailgate in like... I haven't been to a tailgate in like five years. It's been like two years, five, two, three years. Five years. And it was mostly people, and I just thought it was really funny because everyone was addressing my dad by his Twitter name. <laughs> yeah. It made no sense. And there were, and like a lot of people were like, you know, I know your dad. I like his podcast. And I was like, no. <laughs> I, I couldn't deal with it. I was like, you can just say you know my dad. Like, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> At least they know him. But it was nice seeing all these people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know one thing. They're all Georgia fans. They are yeah, all they Georgia are. fans. That is good. They, they have that in common. And you can tell because everyone is wearing bright red <laughs> and sometimes they make a lot of sacrifices to be wearing like things that are georgia <laughs> i've always wanted to get a tailgate but my dad won't let me go <laughs> <laughs> well he hasn't taken me that's for sure yeah i mean they're pretty fun <laughs> did you get to eat a lot of food um i we, just ate a donut there were donuts there <laughs> they were very tasty Tasty, eh? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of donuts are they? They were just chocolate. No, they weren't chocolate. chocolate. Iced. They were like glazed they with chocolate, chocolate iced. on top. Ella, that's what chocolate iced <laughs> so We're talking are. about the food and the tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm. we okay, back to the sports part. Okay. I really... <laughs> I like the game because, like, our team was really good. <laughs> yes, that's... And I feel like I'm used to, in past seasons, just, you know, it, it not being that way. And us <laughs> yeah. not doing this well the whole season. And I'm used to just leaving because I can't handle my dad just being like, no! I also can't handle him yelling at us and saying oh, we can't yeah, talk. <laughs> <laughs> he's acting like... He's, he's like, I'm so cool. I know. <laughs> he's crazy during the games. Think, I don't think they can me. When, when they bought the field goal, I think my dad was louder than the stadium. <laughs> well, my dad says that he doesn't want to like um, go watch it in the loft yeah. because we have like a projector, and he said that if he watches it in the loft, probably when he jumps up, he might hit the projector and break. He does jump. That was kind of weird too about the game. He stayed in his seat like the whole time. No, he stood up. This. He stood up a few times though. But that's something like I haven't gone to a lot of sports games other than like Lily playing soccer yeah. so like I don't understand how there's like football etiquette like how you're supposed to respond <laughs> to things happening you still don't like know, a like, certain play would happen and everyone would be like standing up and I'm like that looked the exact same as every other play <laughs> and I'm like I every time every time anything there's a thing called the fourth death <laughs> I no, I had no idea what that meant I just knew that if the audience was audience <laughs> the stadium it's still an audience right if the stadium was screaming, like, I knew it was a, a good thing. Can scream? They were screaming. It was like, anyways. <laughs> it was fun. 
Well, when you're a boy and you're that into like the Georgia team, you're going to know what player it is by their number. Yeah. Like, I don't know how Brock that happened. I only, I only knew one person, and now they're not on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Uh, Jake Fromm. That's all I knew. <laughs> That's you don't I even knew. know JT Daniels? Wow. Well, we normally get kicked out of the room. I knew there was a guy named James Cook <laughs> because Cook is the name of my music teacher. So <laughs> I mean, it was easy to remember that. I could not tell you what he was doing, but I heard his name every two seconds. Okay. What? Oh, he had the cool. He had really cool hair. He he was the guy with the cool hair. I mean, like I love that guy's hair, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> During the Arkansas game, there was a player that had just got back from their injury. Do you know what uh, number Darnell Washington is? That's a very good question. I do not have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know anyone's number. To be fair, I don't. My dad just asked me. Oh, <laughs> well, that's not fair. That's not, that's not fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was nice talking to you. You too. Go dogs. <laughs> Go dogs. <laughs> what soccer team do you play for before I leave? Um, I play for CSA. I play for SSA. Ooh. She had a game today. Soccer. You had a game today? Soccer yes, I did. Soccer makes did a lot more win? sense to me than um, football. No, but we haven't, this is, we haven't really done that many games. This is like our second. This is our third game. So we still don't really know like everybody super well. So Okay. <laughs> Bye, I guess. Bye. <laughs> I can't wait. So that was fun. I can't wait because like I couldn't hear Carter. I, I, I don't know. There way some I of the, some of the react. This is gonna be an adventure when I edit it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it I'm kind of worried about some of that it. stuff. I couldn't hear. Uh, my kids were like, when when he when my dad watches football at home, he kicks us out of the room and like all this uh, like like true. not it's true like, things. For me, it's more so I leave because I can't handle it. Yeah, Ella, I get kicked out. The energy Whatever. is not. Great. I don't kick you guys out. They don't like being around me because I get so stressed out. When he we goes like this, just like you're not kicking this. This is their imitation of me. What do I what do I do? What do I what do I do when I get mad at football? My dad just yells at the screen like the players hear them. <laughs>